You are there in the midst of them. So you are here in the midst of us. Lord, you are walking across each road. Lord, thank you for meeting with us this morning. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for your presence. And we glorify your name. The name above every name. It's the name above every name. Lord, at the name of Jesus, every knee bows. Every tongue confesses. Jesus Christ is Lord. And Father, thank you that you would help us to help people, Lord, bow their knee in this life. And come to you, Father. Lord, thank you for empowering us. Lord, we praise you and we thank you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I am here. I am here, says the Lord. I am here by my presence. I am here by my spirit. And why do you not think that I'm with you? For some of you have thought that I've abandoned you, that I've forsaken you, that I've left you, that I've forgotten about you. But why would you believe those things? When my very word says something completely different. Did I not say I would not leave you nor forsake you. That I'd be with you even until the end. So I'm with you. I'm walking with you. And I'm bringing you through to the other side. And you will see my blessing. You will see my healing. You will see my provision. And you will see my presence. Like never before. So I'm asking you to go back into my word and see where my promises state and tell you that I'm with you. I'm with you. And I'll say it again. I am with you. I'm walking with you. There is no need to fear. There is no need to doubt. For I'm with you. He wants us to know that he's with us. Glory to God. He's with us. Isn't that something? He is with us. He's with us. He's with you wherever you go. He's with you. <laughs> you know, when a word comes forth, I... You know, I, didn't, you know, I had nothing even at the end of the worship and then as we were just closing and I... Boy, just... Amen. I knew the Lord... Uh, then I knew something. And then you just... And, and I want to encourage you because I, I really believe someone else or, or maybe a company or something was rolling around in you, but you just... How do I know? Well, you, you won't know until you know. Boy, isn't that brilliant. <laughs> and until you release it, you'll never know. He's not going to tell you every jot and tittle, every word. You know, it's like I write an article. A lot of times I, I might have just a glimpse of something. And you just start writing and then just more words come. And I, you know, 
That's just how it is. When, 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 when he has a word or a prophecy or, or a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge that, that he will just lay it on your heart to give. You might have one word. You might have a phrase and that's it. You think, well, what do I do? You release that, and as you release it, more comes. Are, are you following me? That's so important. Even, you know, you might feel like, man, I need to pray for that person and go, go pray, for, pray for him. Yeah, but what happens if? if? If he is putting on your heart, you need to go pray for that person. Really, you should pray even if it's not the Lord even impressed. Because he tells us to pray for people. But, but when he really puts it on your heart, you just need to release it. Well, what happens if I don't see anything? That's not your concern. You, by faith, release that, and that's 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 in God's hand. Are, are you hearing me? We have to just, you know, when when He's there, we have to obey Him, and then just release that and and keep going. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. How's everybody? Good, good, good. good, all right, good. I'm glad that you're here this morning. And I want to just remind you that Bobby Jean Merck will be with us next Sunday. Now, I need to definitely confirm, but I, I you know, that was the plan, and that was, and so, hallelujah. I'm just telling you that. I'll, I'll talk to her probably tomorrow. Or, but I know she won't pass that up. And, and you know what? She's... She's getting up there, you know, I don't know how else to, and we don't know how much longer we have her here on this earth. I'm not saying she's going anywhere, I'm, I'm not saying that, because she, boy, you talk, she's doing good, and she's just blessed and enjoying her time, and, um, but you know what, you want to come and honor her, and, and, and listen to what she has to say, and I'm sure Dan will have something to share also, but uh, looking forward to that. But if you would, turn to Philippians chapter 2 once again. We're, we're talking about having the right mindset, but I really want to focus in this morning in a little bit on, on meditation. In order to have the right mindset, meditation needs to happen consistently. And we're going to talk about it. It, it is so important because we meditate on something. We think about something. We talk about something. And God wants us to meditate on Him, on His Word. But in Philippians chapter 2, you have the mind of Christ. And we talked about that and established that some a couple of weeks ago. But Philippians chapter 2, are you there? Okay, good. Verse number 5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If it wasn't possible, this scripture wouldn't be there. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Well, let's keep reading to find what that is. Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three in one, three distinct beings, yet one God. How is that possible? Amen. You, you just, you, God has revealed himself this way. Isn't it something in Genesis 1, let us make man? Now that might bother some people, because God's only one God. Yes, we know that. <laughs> but, but yet, three distinct beings in one. Amen. 
You know, people say, you know, they come try to compare it to an egg. That's really weak. Because the egg, you have the shell, you have the yolk, you have the... You can't explain God by using an egg. Are you following? You accept that. The Holy Spirit is in you. That part of the Godhead is in you. Jesus Christ, the Word of God, is seated at the right hand of the Father. He is forever God. He is forever man now. Wow. And you have God the Father. Glory to God. In the beginning, you go all the way in Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And we see that the earth was without form, and the Holy Spirit was hovering, just waiting for the command of the Father to speak his word, the word. Jesus was there too. Uh, again, praise God. All right, enough of that. But made himself, verse number seven, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond, made himself of no reputation. God had no reputation, or Jesus had no reputation. When he came, he was born in a stable. Can you imagine being born in a barn or, or a feeding trough area for animals? No reputation. He could have went and been born right in the seat of the government. He could have. He didn't he choose he chose not to. Are you still here? He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death or to death. Even death on the cross. He humbled himself and became obedient to God, the Father. As the man Christ Jesus, he was obedient to the Father in everything. That's why he only did what he heard the Father say. That's why, thank God, we have something to hear. Something to read. It's the Word of God, right? Something that we can renew our mind to right here, this book. You know, last night as I was studying, I pulled out, and I'm like, because I wanted to look up a couple of words, but in in the Spirit-Filled Life Bible that Mike got me last Christmas, and I'm like, my God, this is, I have so many beautiful Bibles, and I told Catherine, because I still have this beat-up one, but I, I'm using the one that you guys got me. I said, man, I like how it smells. <laughs> Man, I, I open it and I just smell it. I know that's weird. <laughs> because it has what, what type of skin is that? Calf skin or goat? No, it's not. No, that's skin. Man, and that's just, man, it smells so good. Okay, yeah, that's. Where am I getting So God's word, he just smells good. It does. It's a, you know, it tells, tells us that we are to release the fragrance. Okay. Boy, boy, I'm stretching everything there. Okay. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of that even death on him. Jesus humbled himself, took no reputation. But Jesus didn't walk around and, you know, Jesus humbled himself. He became everything that the Father said. Remember we talked about being humble. Being humble is just literally believing what God says in his word about you is true 
amen, so be it, and that's it. You're not a low life. You're not a turd. You're not anything. You are the righteousness of God, created in the image of God, seated at seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Can you? We are seated with Him. It's a place of honor. It's a place of authority. You are seated with Him in heavenly places, and one day we'll be with Him up there. But we're not right now. But we, God has honored you and me. Why would he do that? Because you are something to him. Now, in our own righteousness, we're, they're filthy rags. They're no good. But in his righteousness, he has, he has put us up here. Are, are you following me? You have to have that mindset. Many believers don't have that type of mind. They have a, a, low, a low life mindset. They don't think about themselves like God thinks about them. They don't. And so when something happens, they think, well, maybe that should have happened to me. Has anybody ever thought, don't raise your hand. <laughs> something happened, you think, well, maybe I deserve that. Oh, my goodness. Maybe. People, and probably some of you in here, or maybe all of us, or many of us in here, have had that mindset at times. No, you. Okay, you do. You deserve hell. You deserve. Uh, you deserve separation from God. You deserve it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that we got that clear, mm -hmm. now because of the blood, Amen. you deserve what He said. Amen. Because of the promise, because of what he did. That's why he'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He'll prepare a table. What's that mean? I'm going to sit right down. And we're going to do communion in November. Because I would, it's funny because Marissa was going to ask me why we don't do communion. Hardly, and I started, and I, she said, why did you do communion? This was, what, a couple of months ago, a few months ago. And I, I said, man, it was on my heart just to do it. And then we're going to do it. I'm not going to say monthly, but we're going to do it a lot. You can do communion by yourself. You know that, right? Yeah. Back to the scriptures. Verse 9. Therefore God has highly, also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. He operated in that authority when he was here. But because he was raised from the... He's been given a name that's above every name. Above every name. Amen. Every name. You hear something, sickness, that's a name. Lack, that's a name. Depression, that's a name. Right? It's a word. But it's below him. It's below him. You're above those things. You have to see that. You have to believe. You are above that. Amen. You're above it. Amen. Why? Because he said so. Yes, and if he said so, that's true. And we, we do God a disservice when we don't believe it. And then we mock God when we don't believe it. Well, I would never mock God. But if we tell him that's not true, I don't believe that about myself, we're mocking the blood. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, you're not... 
Now, don't feel bad about it. Well, now you beat yourself up because of that. No. <laughs> Give him a name of, that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on earth, and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every tongue will confess. That's why you need to confess Jesus right now and confess his word. If you confess what God says, you're confessing Jesus. Think about what I just said. Now, we confess him as my Lord and Savior. Boy, I'm around Hindus. Nicest people committed to their faith in something different. And someone asked me, do they do they believe in the same God? Because they're they're not they're wonderful, nice people, caring. I said they don't no, they don't serve the same God we do. Everybody can't be right. You ever think of that? When you have two, two opposing views, they can't both they can't both both be right. Isn't that true? It's true. You hold on to this. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it smells like. That's what, get a Bible that smells good. <laughs> they help you want to be in it. <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me. And he's probably saying, I'm trying. And you're listening. Okay, go to Philippians, or go to 1 Corinthians. Then we're going to get into 1 Corinthians. Once again, these are our... Scripture that First Corinthians two. Go to verse sixteen. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Who's known the mind of the Lord? But we have the mind of the anointed one. Christ. You didn't say Jesus. We have the mind of the anointed one and his anointing. Your mind is anointed. You might think, man, my, my mind is anointed? Absolutely. <laughs> Your mind is anointed because you have the mind of Christ and God wants you to think like him. Isn't that what it says? But we have the mind. I'm not making this up. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Well, here's another one. But we have the mind of Christ. <clears throat> All right. Now, go to Psalm 1. Because you know what? God, first, we'll go to Psalm 63. Because I told you, I want to talk about meditation. We have to be consistent in med meditation. And I'm using the word meditation on purpose. Because the word meditation combines two things. It combines your mind, and really your heart, but you're, we're talking about the mind, right? The mind and the mouth. Isn't it something that, how do you get saved? You believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. 
But meditation brings your mind into it too. The word meditation, can I just, I'll just read this. It means to reflect, to moan, and that doesn't mean, oh. <laughs> you know, people are afraid of meditation sometimes because we think Eastern meditation, and, and you know, the first person with their, got their legs crossed and they're just kind of, ah, I mean, that's spooky, that's weird. <laughs> Meditation is an Eastern thing. Jesus was Eastern. He wasn't Western. Was Jesus black or white? Neither. Who cares what color he was? Brown. It's brown. He's in the middle. He was Hispanic to look at. <laughs> hey, suits, right? Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> Good. Psalm 60. Let me keep it. To, to moan and mutter, to ponder. To make a quiet sound such as sign. To meditate or contemplate something as one repeats words. Haga, or the, the Hebrew word here, represents something quite unlike the English meditation, which may be a mental exercise only. In Hebrew thought, to meditate upon the scriptures is to quietly repeat them in a soft, droning sound, while utterly abandoning outside distractions. That's why when you see those Eastern religions, and they're, they're, they're meditating and they're just... Well, they're abandoning outside distractions. Yeah. Isn't that something? Well, that's what it really that's what we need to do. When you meditate, you want you want to get rid of the distractions, the outside distractions, the noise, and meditate on the word and, and, and utter it, mutter it, think about it, ponder it, roll around in your mind. That's what meditation is. Why is that so important? <laughs> Well, let's look at some scriptures. Psalm 63, are you there? Psalm, you're good. I'm not there, but you're there. Psalm 63. Look at it if you have a Bible. Or if you have your computer, whatever you're using. I still like the written page. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. <clears throat> Isn't that something? Psalm of David, when he was in the wilderness, running. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. I meditate. I'm pondering about you. I'm rolling it. I'm, I'm uttering. I'm speaking it. Isn't that something? Well, what's David going over? Maybe some of the Psalms that he had written before. Are you following? He's going over these things in his mind. He's, 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 he's speaking them quietly. Are, are you following me? Well, that's what meditate. And in the midnight hour, on the, on the bed, many times you need to meditate on the word in bed. Or when you wake up in the middle of the night. <clears throat> because you're probably thinking about something. Right? 
Here it says, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you. When I remember you. So you need to start remembering God in your bed. I go to Psalm 1. Come on, we're just going to talk a little bit about meditation this morning. Psalm 1. Blessed. How many want to be blessed? You are blessed. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. First thing, you want to be blessed? Don't walk in counsel of the ungodly. Why do you believe in that for? That's Well, ask them. Why do you believe what you believe? That nonsense you believe. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to block him. You're standing in the path. Sinners are in, here's their path, and you're standing there. You're, you're, you're kind of hanging around them. Nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Don't sit down with the scornful. There's people, you know, they'll say something. Man, I don't want to hear it. Right. They're trash. Tell them. Might get mad. So what? Or walk away. You don't have to engage in that. Just walk away if you can't. If you can't, ask them, you know what? You know. You need to stop. Or start speaking something you want to hear and something that, that's good. Well, so now you're button heads. Either they'll, they'll probably shut up because they don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> and you don't have to be rude about it. Well, I just want to be kind to people. You're kind. You're kindly asking them to stop saying their nonsense. Are you wrong? Have to be rude, but you know, there's something I don't want to. But his delight, our delight, is in the law of the Lord, his precepts, his law, his word, and in his law, he meditates. There's that weird word again meditate. You know, my margin says, ponders by talking to himself. Talk to yourself. How many times do you talk to yourself bad? You put yourself down. You ever come in Rodney Dangerfield used to always put himself down, and boy, that was hilarious. Well, but he's always. If you're talking, that's got an effect, though. He meditates in a day and night. He shall be like a tree. Well, if I'm going to be like a tree, it's not one of my favorite things to be, but if I'm going to be like a tree, I want to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Why? Because it's strong nutrients. You ever see, you see the Mississippi? Have you seen the Mississippi? I mentioned this. Now I just read that they're digging it out or to, to get, well, I guess, water moving or whatever because it's... It's dried up. Parts of the Mississippi are completely dried up. And they said, man, that could, that could be a major problem. Sure, if you can't move, good. 
are you looking for? Well, I want to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Why? Because it's getting nutrients cons consistently. You're getting your nutrients from God, from his word. And you're meditating, you're pondering it, you're thinking about it, because you have the mind of Christ, so I'm going to think upon his law. I'm going to think upon his word. You'll be like a tree that brings forth its fruit in its season. So you'll bear fruit. Whose leaf? How many have leaves? Your leaf won't wither. You ever see a tree that has withered leaves? And you ever see a tree that's just, oh, beautiful. And whatever he does shall, shall what? Prosper. That's what it says. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. The ungodly, you know what? They're going to be like chaff. That, that's the, that's just the chaff is just the, the no good. And it said it'll blow away. Wow. Verse 6, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. People always think they're getting away with something. They always... All right, go to Joshua 1. Just a couple more scriptures. Joshua chapter 1. Joshua had a tall task. He just he just took over from Moses. Who's Moses? Mo you talk about Moses was a prophet, but Moses brought in the, the first five books. Moses was one of the greatest men of God ever. Just like you are. This great man. Joshua sat on him, learned about, learned, watched him. Moses dies. Now it's his turn to lead and his turn to take the Israelites into the promised land. He's dealing with fear. Well, how do you know that? Because you read Joshua 1, it talks about don't fear, don't fear. Have I not commanded you? But verse 8, well, no, go to verse. We'll start with verse 6. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. That means he's telling them, keep this word in your mouth. Meditate in it day and night. All the time. Remember, I think it was last week or two, I mentioned about Goliath, and we've talked about Goliath. When did Goliath come out and speak to the Israelites? In the morning and the evening, day and night. If you're not meditating, pondering, thinking about it, uttering, then the enemy will get you to meditate, to go over, to ponder, to think, to utter his crap, his stuff. 
<laughs> well, it is crap. Are you following me? But that's what he wants your mouth. The enemy wants your mouth. Because we'll have what we say. He wants your mouth. That's why he wants you to deposit things in your heart. He wants you to meditate, ponder things in your mind so that you let it out of your mouth. When you let it out of your mouth, you're giving authority to somebody. Angels hearken to the voice of the word of God. So do demons hearken to the voice of the kingdom of darkness. Thank goodness. That you may observe to do according to all that's written in it. And this is an interesting verse. When we meditate day and night, it helps us to observe to do according to what's written. See, people want to do the word of God and they get religious about it because many times they're, they're not, their relationship is weak with God. See, meditation and meditation is a powerful thing that we need to do consistently, but meditation needs to also happen out of your relationship with God. This isn't a religious, you know, I'm going to do the ten things and we do them. <clears throat> yeah, he, he gives us things that we need, principles to do. But my goodness, without that relationship, without that fellowship with God, my goodness, it's, it's because then it just, it, it becomes religion, it becomes something that, that there's very little life in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You do it according to what's all written in it, for then you will for then you'll make your way prosper, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And it's the same for us. He's with us wherever we go. That was that word that came forth. He's letting us know. He's with us. I want to ask for a show of hands because it seems like some of us, some in here, have think God abandoned or he's not there or he's not. No. This is something that, that he would give a specific word, maybe one person, two people, three people, maybe for everybody. But, I mean, the word's for everybody. But, eh. hmm. All right. Go to Psalm 77. I'm going to close in a moment. Because that's all I, I just wanted really to talk about meditation. Psalm 77. The word is rich. Verse 11. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. What are you talking about? The deeds maybe that he's done in your life? Mm -hmm. Or he hasn't done anything? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure he's done something in your life. If you're telling me God's done nothing in your life, you're, you're not even born again. 
you're not saved. Because at least if you're saved, he's saved you and he's given you new life and you're born again in the spirit of God. Born again, my goodness. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. Your way, O oh God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. Well, that's what you meditate. You talk about what God's done. You need to talk to yourself about what God's done. He'll do it again. He'll do it better. Why not? Why would God want to do it for me? Well, don't don't put him in a back of up against the wall and start having him thinking, why should I? No. <laughs> why? Because you can cut covenant. You're in blood covenant. You're in a blood covenant. That blood covenant can't be broken. Now we can walk out of the out of the promises by by thinking wrong and speaking wrong. But God hasn't moved. God will never move off of his covenant. Amen. Never. That's the reason David could fight Goliath. When everybody else, the whole army, my God, the best fighting forces in that army. Can you imagine our, our um, rangers and what's the the Navy SEALs in that running away? Oh, <laughs> Especially not like that. <laughs> they are trained. Man, I was reading something about, I think it was a Navy SEAL who was he helped train. And he said, I would put them through hell. I would it was it was horrific. It was horrible because I loved them and I cared for them and they had to go through that so when they're out there they can survive. And I'm thinking, I wouldn't want to go through what they go through. The worst conditions, the worst weather conditions, freezing below zero, they're out hot in the desert, just, you know, just going through things that would break people. Well, God's not breaking you, God's for you. Amen. Well, we need to be broken before the Lord and contrite. Meaning, what does that mean? Meaning be humble. Right? If you're broken before God, you you now have, you, you're broken of yourself, and you're now, Lord, I'm believing with you because I'm, I, I'm not believing me. I'm not believing anything but what you're saying. Amen. Ask someone that was crazy, like Pastor I was crazy. He was crazy. He was in the mental institute where that's where he got born again. Ask him what he knows what it means to be crazy. Sometimes I think he's still crazy. And, and, and he's, he's a great man. I'm not saying that. You, you understand what I'm saying. He's, and man, he got saved in the mental world. And everything he's accomplished. You think, how in the world? The guy was crazy. Locked up. <laughs> well, what's the secret? The secret is him. Amen. 
That's the secret is in you. What's the secret? The secret is God. The secret is learning how to humble yourself before God. The secret is the, the meditation. Amen. Getting it in your heart, your mind, and your 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 mind <coughs> works with your heart. The mind works with the spirit, and and the the heart. And I'm learning the heart many times is the spirit of a man, but the heart also is to me is the connection between the spirit and the soul. And locks them together. That's why as a man thinks in his heart. His, his word is the center of the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Isn't that so? The word divides the soul and the spirit. The joints of it, and is the discerner of the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Mentioned soul, spirit, and heart. Let me give you one more verse. Can I give you one more? Yeah. Why not? You know, go to Psalm 19. It is a, you know, Psalm talks, many Psalms talk about meditation. Well, what's a Psalm? Psalm. A psalm is a musical, it's like a song. You know, always people, well, I just, they always say, I don't listen to lyrics, I don't listen to the beat. Yeah, that might be true a little bit, but boy, that word gets in you. It's funny, and then still, we'll listen to commercial. Man, that's a song from the 60s, that's a song from the 70s. And then all of a sudden I hear it. Now, the lyrics start, I know the lyrics, many of the lyrics, like, Wait a minute. I haven't heard that song in 20 years. I don't know where, 30 maybe. Yeah, 30. Maybe 10, you know. Maybe but all of a sudden, how can those lyrics come back? Where in the yeah. world is that? Because it's still inside. Mm. But that's what the song, the song is singing. Sing the scriptures to yourself. You have to. That's why I like worship that it says something. Says what? The, the scriptures. Oh, I love you, Lord. I feel you. Well, that's great, but put some scripture in there. <laughs> you know, or the, the one song that I just... Love's like a hurricane. Um, that's one of the... I hate that song. I do. Love's like a hurricane? His love's like a hurricane? Have you been in a hurricane? If you think God's love is like a hurricane, go to go to Fort Myers, go to go to Cape Coral, or no, not Fort. Was that where they got it? Go down there and ask them. Did you enjoy God's love? And then someone wanted to debate me. Well, you know, it's a it's a whatever. It produces war. What? It produced war. Yeah, it's some. <laughs> like nonsense. Get out of my face with that yeah. nonsense. <laughs> Love's like a hurricane blows me away or whatever the song says. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Bruce says, I don't, you told Linda, man, I don't ever say that blows me away. Because you're in a hurricane, you see, here's what it looks like to be blown away. Look at that house, it was blown away. The roof blew. No, man, that blew me away. You know, Kenneth Copeland, um, oh, gee, you know, I'm often, they, they had, um, I think it was in Texas, they, they one of their conventions. And I think, 
Gloria used to be, but didn't she in the past used to say that? One of them, right? Anyway, she's in the, the preaching, and a tornado literally blew the roof off, or part of the roof, off of the convention center where they were at. Blew it and, and into the parking lot, the metal, and just, well, they kept going. But they said not one car, not one thing was damaged. Not. But they went, man, I never say, you know, blow me away. Because when you see the power of that, that's why. Where did I say to go? Psalm 19. Psalm 19. How did I get it? So, man, we got to watch our meditation. Let the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let my, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. What's acceptable to God in his sight? Faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For you must believe he is, and he is a, that he is, and he is a reward of those that diligently seek him. Well, what's acceptable to him? The right words. Are you following me? That's acceptable to God. When you pray unbelief, I thank God sometimes that, that he doesn't even listen to us. He's like, I can, and this is me, but he's up there. He's not listening. The enemy's listening. <laughs> Meditation. Very. That's why I love the simplicity of the gospel. But meditation is so important. I, and I'll say, especially in the times we live in. Really, any time. But the time we live in. It, we have never been bombarded more through every arena, avenue than, than we are today. When I was in college, all right, guys, Lorenzo, this didn't even exist. This didn't exist, really. Data processing. You got 8,000 cards. Remember those cards? One, no wonder I hate computers. Man, I saw people drop their cards, and you think they're going to commit suicide. Because they got a box of cards. I mean, I don't know how many. And each card is what? A line of code. A line of code. And you try and mix them up. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I remember I took computer program in assembly. I had a data processing introduction to data processing, and then I was going to take and and I asked the counselor, "Well, yeah, you should be able to handle it. It might be a little, little, but you should be." I got in that class. You might as well be talking. I have no. What in the world is this stuff? <laughs> you want to raise your hand? Well, oh, 
What verse did you start with? 19. Psalm 1914. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength. How many of you read your Bible in the Hebrew language? No. How about the Greek language? No. How about Arabic? No. Chinese? No. Why? Because you ain't gonna know nothing. It's foreign. This, don't make this form. It's not form. I just don't understand the word. Quit telling yourself. Lord, I just wish you would speak to me today. Just open up your Bible and start speaking. I'm not trying to be rude, but yeah, we need sometimes, we need a specific word, yes. Oh my goodness, you can open this up. And there's so many specific words that it'll probably help answer that issue that, that you're facing or that. Now, we got a prophetess coming next Sunday. Will she have words for people? She might. Well, Dan, he may because he flows in, in that vein also. But you know what? This for everybody. This isn't. This is because when 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 you're alive, when you have when the word is 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 alive. Now everything in your life might not be lining up and perfect. That doesn't mean that you can't be alive in him. Are you following? And then you can be a light to someone. You can be a light going through your own issue. Because you know God's mercy and goodness, goodness and mercy following you. Praise God. And you can be a light. Because you're meditating. And you have life in you. And when life is in you, it comes off and gives life to other people. And how many people do you know don't think right? Or speak right? Father, we thank you today. I'm done. Father, we thank you today. Lord, thank you for your word. Lord, we hold on to your word. I thank you, Lord, that, that my brothers and my sisters, they are blessed. Lord, they have the mind of Christ. Lord, thank you for helping them. Lord, that you are the answer in their life. You are the solution. Your word is the solution. There is a solution in this book for everything that we are facing so, Father, we thank you that your word is a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our path. The entrance of your word brings forth light, and it gives us great understanding. The entrance, it enters into us. Father, thank you for your grace upon our lives. And, Lord, and as we bring the tithe, as we bring the offerings to you, Lord, I thank you. There is no lack in this place. And Lord, that we are going from glory to glory. We are going from faith to faith. 
Lord, I thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.